single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed 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 therapy with Ari Manis. Like I could keep a diet when I'm in the house by myself. I could keep a diet when I'm around other people who have the diet. But when I'm around a bunch of people eating junk, I go. Oh, I could break it this time. It's yeah. For, I'm being social. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I I decided not to. Uh, I decided to do it on my own, and I told the guys. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna eat like. I'm gonna cut out carbs, blah blah blah, because because I gained a couple pounds. Even though I ate, ate better, yeah, I tried to eat good. We're still going to places where there was nothing to eat, and like a couple nights I ate like a calzone to myself, and I ate some, I ate pretty bad some of the nights, yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna eat no more carbs, blah blah. blah. And then they were like, and then Frank's like, yeah, I'm down to do that too. And then Jaron's like, I'm down. So then it was like, yeah, no Jaron's carbs, already no ripped, sugar, yeah, and no uh, alcohol for me. Oh, you're not drinking? Yeah, no, no alcohol for me. That's good. You Which were kind of an hard. alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, I have a problem. You had no, a real I, problem. It's hard on the road too. To when you're on drink. the road, no, not to, no to not to eat, eat healthy. Bad, yeah. When you're on the road and you finish a show and you're just kind of lonely and there's nothing to do and Buggy. you don't you're not ready to go to sleep yet. Yeah. You're just like, I can go get a slice of pizza. Yeah. My friend Pizza Pie is over there. Yeah. Or fast food's always open late. Everything yeah. else closes. You have to find a diner to get a garbage salad from a diner. And then it's a yeah, and then you get the salad and you're like, This is this you don't is even want to eat it. I might yeah. as well just go home and sleep. Yeah. If I'm gonna eat this piece of shit. Yeah. The road makes it hard. I feel like you I, you gotta just buy during the daytime on the road. You gotta go buy a bunch yeah, of put berries in the and nuts. That definitely helps. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and salad mix, and I, I love meat. It's also a social thing. Like when I'm with a comic on the road, yeah. And if neither of us want to go to a bar and drink, go to a after diner. a show, the only activity there is to do together is go get food. Yeah, that's literally it. Yeah. I guess you got to just go and get. Hey, you want to go get coffee? Yeah, that's it. but then coffee, yeah, leads to sweets. Does it? Coffee gives oh. you an appetite for sweets. Oh yeah, I love it. I love donuts and shit. But the thing is, it's like. After a couple days of being off sugar, it's easy. Not only is it easy, you probably feel better. Yeah, you feel better. But but also, you just don't have those cravings. There's something about... It's like a drug. Like, the first yeah. couple days are hard, and then you don't have the craving anymore. But pizza is just... I crave that shit every day. Yeah. Even after I've stopped eating. Yeah, yeah. The things that I crave when I'm, when I'm dieting is pizza and cheeseburgers for me. In-N-Out burger. Do you think women have, like, tricked men... Into like, because for millions of thousands of years, women have been the ones worried about what they eat and shit, and men just ate whatever they wanted and became fat slobs, right? Oh, like what's causing people to care about fitness and diet? Well, no, for men, men want to be fit and not not be fat and shit, but like men, we've been trained to like like thicker, fatter women now. I still am not on that that wagon yet. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, like you, but you would, but you would agree that there's a trend towards there's a trend towards thick thicker, women, fatter women. So it's but like it's women not are even, convincing men like but it's let not, us eat your portion. But it's not thicker, fatter women. It's women with big asses. Is That's the trend. true. That's true. You it's don't not. Want, yeah, it's yeah, not you, fat women. It's big ass women. You want big, big 
like the muscle underneath the fat to be to be what's yeah. substantial. Girls not, just work out their butts. Now. Yeah, they do squats. A lot of squat. Yeah, and that's fine. Squatting sounds like a sexual position too. Oh, dude, she squatted all over me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, a chicken shape is attractive. Yeah, chick who works out. You that's mean a what woman? Is the chick offensive now? <laughs> dude, when I was in college, freshman year, I was in this like public health class, and we were talking about something. Terms? No, not even talking about terms. We were just talking about a su- subject I don't remember. And I said chick, and I was like, yeah, the thing is chicks are like this, and guys are like this. And then they were like, <clears throat> and, then so, and then finally, like after I did it a few times, like the instructor, like he was, like a, he was also like a PhD student or something that was teaching the class, was like, the term is women. I mean, if someone gets offended at the word chick, if I say the word chick and a girl gets offended, I actually appreciate that because it makes me know never to speak to that yeah. chick ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I go, oh, good. I'm glad this you left this part of yourself out because now I know you are a horrible person. Yeah, it's never happened other than college. Why is it you think that 18 to 22-year-old people in college are super liberal? Because they think that's a sign of progression and smart. They think think they're adults and that they're being smart. They go, I'm a smart person and educated college student. I actually think it's because it's the first time in your life when you're on your own – and, and and then you get to like people actually get to feel like like oh everything that I've been told is the structure doesn't necessarily have to be right I can come up with my we, we can come up with a better you know wheel right. we can design it better we can do better and then they just become super hypersensitive to everything it almost seems like there's this cycle where freedom of speech became this popular thing, and now it's kind yeah. of leading towards taking away our freedom of speech. Right. And it's kind of it's this constant yeah. way. Like, I was having a conversation. We were having a conversation. It was me. Who else was it? It was with Jill uh, at the comedy Oh, and she gets offended pretty easily. She gets offended pretty easily, and, and then she was like, people shouldn't be allowed to say that or something. I was like, you don't really believe that, do you? And I was like, oh, that's that's what America has. It's the freedom of speech. Like you can say anything, and you're supposed to, as long as you're not like threatening somebody's life or or like yelling fire in a crowded room that could hurt people, you're allowed to say it. And if we took, if you aren't allowed to say certain things, you're gonna yeah. Where does that go? Where, yeah, it's a slippery Where's slope. Line? She scares me. Yeah, Jill specifically. Yeah. She's gotten offended at certain things I've said that weren't even that bad. Really? To where I'm like, I don't think she likes me, and and I'm I'm worried that she doesn't get me in trouble. Really? But it could be in my head. I think it's in your head. She yeah. does get offended easily. I think at like, some, but 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 she but she knows when it's a joke because I'll make jokes like sexist jokes all the time about like I'll be like I'll be like oh my god this display looks so good Jill and she'll be like thank you because you know she does all the merchandise yeah I'll be like, this display looks so good Jill she's like thank you I'm like w- which man helped you put this all together this is really you know and she like oh gives me like a dirty look but she knows it's a joke so she yeah. laughs but uh yeah we'll but see but she likes you more than she likes me mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that people like to not like and you also have like PTSD from shit in your past that makes you like be less trusting of like what, what's this girl's intentions you know <laughs> like well i've never like been accused of anything no no yeah but, but but i'm saying like you've been hurt by women in the past where whereas like you know you're like a you're like a puppy that, that that's at a shelter because it's been you know abused too many times yeah you, i've you had know? my heart broken a few times 
Yeah. That what you're referring to? Yeah, that and other shit. What other shit? Like the. Do we need? Should I just say? Should we go outside? Yeah. Let's go look. Car accident right outside the studio. Right outside. Right outside this professional (laughs) (laughs) studio. Oh my god, this is a very professional studio. On camera, though, if you didn't know where we were. They'd be like, oh, they must be in Hollywood at some sort of TV place. And we are. (laughs) (laughs) We're in Hollywood at a TV place. This is is dope. I don't care if there's car accidents happening on the freeway (laughs) right outside. We are literally right underneath an overpass uh, where the 405 and the 10 meet. If uh, if you're ever looking for heroin or to record a podcast, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. just come right here. Both right here in the studio. But yeah, um, it's a scary time. You know, I just got Me Too the other night. Yeah, that's I crazy. I talked about this on earlier podcasts, but it's the same. I'm recording two in one day. Yeah. And this was two day, two nights ago, not last night, but the night before, performing. If you're tired girl. of telling it, I'll tell it. He was performing at a show, and then he just decided to rape a girl. <laughs> and then another girl who he also raped was like, Me Too. Am I telling it right? Uh, did, I tell, I, that, did I tell it right? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> no, that was wrong. Uh, oh. Okay, you not right it. at all. Then you tell it. Then I don't remember. I was performing at a show. Felicio. I do a joke, and a girl stands up and says, "Not funny." Me too. She doesn't even know what Me Too movement's about. That's not what it's about. It's not about jokes. <laughs> <laughs> she kept yelling that. Then I called her a bitch. Sounds like she was being a bitch. Yeah, she was being a bitch, and then Just don't go to comedy shows. I got off stage and her husband came up to me and poured wine onto my head. Are you sure he wasn't trying to him. like feed you wine like <laughs> like a god treat you like a fucking like a Greek god? It like, didn't uh, feel like that was what was going on. You don't know. And then, but it may have been. But I will say this: I was I was doing some analyzing between the last podcast and this podcast, and I think maybe in the future, if I'm being heckled, I need to remain calm and not call an audience member names. Yeah. Because it was funny and people laughed, but I was just thinking about it and I was like, whenever I watch people arguing, mm-hmm. I'm always on the side of the arguer who's calm yeah. and collected and kind of just saying, okay, is that what yeah. happened? I'm never on the arguer, yeah. the, per- the passionate person's side yeah. who's going, fuck you, fuck yeah. you. That person's never mm-hmm. right. And even if they are right, they don't look right when they, when they act that Jay-Z way. Jay-Z has a great line for that. Where he said, I'm, I'm butchering it a little bit, but he said, never get into arguments with fools because from the distance, people can't tell who is who. Yeah. You know, it's like from a distance, you also look like a crazy. If somebody just walks in and sees you guys yelling, goes like, oh, you know, two idiots, you, you, two idiots. But if you're calm, like if you would have been like, uh, you know what, you're right. That joke wasn't funny. Yeah, I go. What would you want me to talk that's, about? That, that's why. That's why none of these audience members laughed or right, applauded. Right. I said. I <laughs> started with that. I said everyone else <laughs> laughed, but yeah. she just wouldn't back. She wouldn't stop. So it got me mad, and I let my anger get to me. Or you know what would be a funny like way to heckle back is to be like, "You're right," and I'm not going to insult you based on your appearance because that would be disgusting and chauvinist of me. 
what's the last book you read? <laughs> and then she goes like, oh, The Alchemist. You go, what a fucking stupid book. Fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking read that stupid shit? Fuck, man, you're a beautiful person on the outside, but on the inside, you're a disgusting fat pig. <laughs> like, <you> know, like <laughs> yeah, it's like I should have just remained calm. Level-headed, <laughs> and that would have made me look better in the end. I mean, I think I looked fine. I think you look fine. But for the future, I think it was a learning experience. Yeah. I'm glad it happened because for the future, I'm going to remain so calm that it's going to piss her off even more. Yeah. I'm just going to be like... Have you seen that heckler video of the guitar-playing guy who smashed his guitar on the guy's head as the guy came on stage? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. But he was in the right there, too, because the guy's coming on the stage. <laughs> well, he- Kind of, but the audience didn't react that way. It's on the movie Heckler, the Jamie Kennedy movie, that I'm sure you've seen. Oh, I saw it back in the day. But it's like, this guy's playing the guitar, and he's being heckled, and he's like, why don't you come up here? And he's holding the guitar, ready to smash the guy in the head, and the guy comes up, and he destroys this guitar in the guy's head, and the guy fucking falls down, and he goes, he was approaching me, you guys all saw it, and then you can hear the audience go, no, that's that's fucked up. I mean, I I don't remember this video, but... If someone's coming up on the stage, that's a fight. Yeah, but but do you fight with your fists or do you fight with any weapons you've got available? I think in that situation, I don't know. It sounds hard to think, but if he had his guitar, like he was going to hit the guy and the guy's <laughs> coming up, it's like he's almost asking for it. Yeah, I, I kind of agree, but at the same time, like... It's kind of like me with this guy who poured wine on my head, and then I started choking him. That's Did different. he not ask for me to do but, that? But that's all you using your hands. I feel like when you bring but if in a I weapon, had, if I had a um, brass knuckle, a brass knuckle, mm-hmm. I think I would have used it. You would have slipped it on last second and, and yeah. tried to use it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe maybe that's the right move. And you I have a feeling win. he, if I had the opportunity, would have smashed a glass bottle over my head. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But does that mean like we? judge how we act based on how lesser people are going to behave around us or do we so elevate- you're saying a fight is only honorable with no weapons yeah yeah or or it's only honorable where both, both have sides the have weapon. the same weapon they both need a sword fight with a guitar <laughs> yeah exactly that'd be, that'd be funny if the guy was running the up guy with had a guitar two guitars and the guy ran <laughs> up on stage and he tossed him a guitar <laughs> and they go duel <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the one guy starts playing the guitar and You know how I was able to take down a heckler's husband without even thinking? By having a healthy diet. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen a reality with deliciously simple recipes. Spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping so you can get that time back to do more of what you love. All meals come together in 30 minutes max. Call for less than two pots and pans and require minimal cleanup. There's three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family, with the option to switch between for when your tastes change. I personally have been using HelloFresh for a couple months now, and I have had some amazing recipes and also learned how to be a better cook. It also makes for a great date night. I remember my favorite dish, the meatloaf, just so juicy and delicious and i couldn't believe that i made something like that myself you should try it for 80 dollars off your first month of hellofresh go to hellofresh.com slash unlicensed therapy 80 or enter unlicensed therapy 80 in the coupon code box again that's 
hellofresh.com slash unlicensed therapy 80 for $80 off your first month. Or you can enter unlicensed therapy 80 as a promo code. Back to the episode. But here's the thing. The guy coming up on stage is wrong, right? Because heckling a comedian mm-hmm. is wrong. If you don't like a comedian, you leave the room. Yeah. So that guy's wrong. The guy on stage heckling is defending Heckling is when somebody himself. in the audience doesn't enjoy the set and is like yelling out and stuff. Yeah, or some. I, I've or never the worst had that happen. <laughs> <laughs> or the worst is when they are enjoying it and they're yelling it. That uh, sometimes yeah. is even worse when they just had too much to drink. Yeah, when they're like think they're being helpful. They think they're being helpful or they're a big fan and they're just <laughs> making it about, they're enjoying it so much yeah. that they're like, sweet, I'm part of the show. I love this guy. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. yeah, those are the worst hecklers. But anyway, enough comedy talk. What's going on with you? Why are you here? I got I got some issues and I need some <laughs> therapy. And I'm probably the only person who actually takes your advice and uses it. No, everyone does. I'm a really good good advice giver. Okay. But I mean among your friends and stuff like Yeah, like I, I'm known as kind of the guy who gives really good advice. Yeah, I mean it's like everyone. it's kind of that's the joke. It's like, "Oh, Ari's going to give advice, but really you shouldn't take advice from Ari. I've never heard anyone say that. Is no. that what people say? No, of course not. Okay. But I actually take your advice. Uh, you told me when I first started dating my girlfriend, you were like, write her poetry. And, I, and I do. And I still do that every now and then. Sometimes I'm like, I'm like, oh, she's, she's been working like 10 hours today. I'm like, I'll send her a little poem that I just come up with. And, you know. Yeah, I'm just like, a cute little. And just let her know that I spent cutesy. two minutes thinking, thinking about something it. for her. Yeah. It's a good advice. It's a good advice. So I came here with my issues. I've got some anger issues for sure. I've, I, I, I snap on people a little bit, especially if people are being. I've heads. seen. I've I've heard about uh, not just your road rage, but I've heard from door guys of you snapping at them. Yeah, yeah. I've I've got a little bit of, uh, of some anger issues, road rage, and I don't know when people just try and blame other people for shit. That that shit pisses me off. And when people, I don't think you have anger issues, I think you're a tired old man. That might be true. Yeah, you're just like old, old. Yeah, you're just like old and grumpy. That might be it. But I don't think I'm grumpy. I think I'm like jolly most of you're the time. You're like it's like Santa Claus has anger issues. You're like that type of anger issue. Yeah, I've got like, oh these guys are naughty. I'm making a list of the naughties too. <laughs> yeah. Everybody sees the nice list and how good Santa yeah. is. Yeah, but there's also the naughty list. Did you have anger issues when you were younger? I think so. Okay. So I maybe so. I like it, it's like it's like issues? I feel like I've always been pretty chill of a person. But when when I see like people just being rude, like yeah, and then you know like uh, I I don't suffer fools lightly. When people are like when people are chill, most people are cool, and I'm and and, and I get along with most people. But then sometimes, occasionally, people I don't know. Sometimes you feel wronged, and yeah. you don't and you don't stand for it. Similar to Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I do think I, I I would be better off staying calmer, and I and I think I've gotten better at it in general in life. But like, uh, I think it's a continual process of like trying to deal with my temper issues. And what what have you blood. done? What have you done so far to deal with your temporal issues? Is that the right word? Temporal issues. It sounds kind of like a food dish. Temporal, like the temporal lobe of your brain. It made like me it. think of like <laughs> some sort of Asian culture. I, I think uh, let's go get to I think breathing food. sometimes like sometimes I, I get angry like, like today when I was driving over I, I was pissed because this driver 
who may or may not have been Asian, I don't know, was just driving hella slow and then got into the left lane to turn left on LeBray at the last second, making me miss my light, and just slowing down everybody behind him. And you're saying just take a deep breath? I took a deep breath, and then I put on some, like, some music that wasn't, like... Sometimes I listen to hip-hop, and it pumps me up and shit, but also hip-hop will encourage you to be angry sometimes too you know i think i think there's a yin and yang where you yeah, have to sometimes I listen think to some for me it, it, it's a lot to do with your state of mind going in like if you aren't in a rush if you're leaving and you're not in a, like being in a rush makes you answer and angrier too because sure. you're like come on move like sure, I, yeah. I, got I got a place, place to, to be. be yeah so if you, if you leave on time or, but or I early. always like driving quickly I, I hate being in the car for too long. sure but that i'm just saying that just helps it's like one one step f- towards alleviation because if you're in a rush you're for sure going to be more on edge so it's all about being like going into it positive so if you're not in a rush at all that's step one mm-hmm. step two you have like you said a good podcast on so you're kind of like comfortable taking your time because you're like it's okay i'm just gonna sit here behind this car wait for it to move because i'm engaged in this episode of but whatever then, but then i feel bad for everybody when everybody's lined up behind me and i look in the mirror yeah but it's not your fault no, it's you not my it's fault, not but, fault. It, but it, I'm angry at that driver. Yeah. I'm but a I'm honker, just, too. I, I, like, I let the driver know. These are just know, things like, to help make it lessen it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you if you have rap music on and you're in a rush, then you're going to be double angry. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're you're not in a rush. You got a good episode on. Then maybe you're going to like take a step back. Okay, what could I do for this situation? Maybe I'll turn around and just avoid this guy completely. Maybe I'll go around him. Maybe I'll roll down my window. And say, move you, uh, you dumb. Uh, no, 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 you won't Whoa. say that. Oh, no, no, that's you don't say that. No, dude, I think you've got you've got anger issues right oh. there, man. What's going on? Let's talk. No, about I that. meant in a nice, nice way, like, oh, okay, you, like, like okay. you would to a yeah. friend, like, yeah. you dumb idiot. Oh, yeah, like you're an idiot, yeah. hormone, no. <laughs> like yeah. we're friends. Yeah, I get it now. No, yeah. That's that's different. Should I edit that out? Maybe, <laughs> probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You've got uh, so yeah. much good press going. <laughs> you could probably deal with it a little bad. Yeah, a lot of good press. But uh, yeah, I've got. I've, but that's like a thing I think I've in general been getting better at throughout life. You know, is this, and also like doing mushrooms. I think helps. Like you know, it, it like lets you like realize like like I've been mad at certain people for things that they've done, uh, like like really mad at people I was close with, and then I've gone to Joshua Tree, did some mushrooms, and just out in the middle of the desert, been like. I'm not mad at them anymore. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's what you realize. You look at the bigger picture. You yeah. go, are they a bad person? You're like, no. They're they, not they a bad person. They fucked up. They apologize. I should just, you know, for- forgive them. But you are you on. one of those people that forgives but doesn't forget? Of course. I think everybody forgives but doesn't forget. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing. It's like you you only forget over time. You can forgive quickly, but you forget because ten it happened 10 years ago and they've been cool for 10 years. You go, oh, I forgot about that. It's been right. so long. They've or they've proven themselves that that's not going to yeah. happen. They have to prove themselves that, takes that that's not going to happen again. Yeah, but that takes time. Yeah. And then, what other issues do I have? I procrastinate. Like I'm, I'm just now getting divorced after being separated <laughs> from my wife for like seven years. But let me ask you this: Is that procrastination, or is that eh, I don't really care that much? It's not dealing with it's not worth dealing with and now you're in a serious relationship and now you have a reason to do it it's partially that but 
it's more like uh or I, I are you just a thing. good husband you're trying to make it work <laughs> no. you didn't want to give up no no that's definitely not that one bad husband but uh <laughs> very bad husband but i i think it's i think it's just like oh i've got to do this but it's not like urgent it's not like if i don't submit this divorce paperwork i'm not gonna be able to perform on this show or go to right, this place. Nothing. Like I got my passport pretty quickly when I needed my passport to go. Right. To, if you need to do something, you'll still do it. Yeah. It's not. But I didn't need to, but it was like something. On my, it was like. I know. I think everyone, not everyone, but I definitely have dealt with some of that where it's like, I don't consider myself a procrastinator, but hey, I have a list of things I need to do. Yeah. And certain of those things don't really need to get done, and there's nothing pushing me to do them. I think it's human nature to go, I'll put that on the back burner. And yeah, but I want to not life. do that. I want to, you know, because, because the, this divorce process is taking a year, and I started it, you know, and, and it, it just takes such a long time. I wish I'd already done it. Well, then you have to take Alpha Brain every day and drink a lot of water and work out, and that's going to make you take care of other stuff, too. It's going to motivate you yeah. for the rest of the day. I think that's true. I think eating better yeah. makes you more productive. Gives you more energy. Day, you it more just, energy. Yeah, it's, it's giving you that energy, and you go, okay, well, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm checking off this list. Now I'm a healthy guy. What else can I do to improve myself? Yeah. What else can I be more productive in? Yeah. One thing I've been doing... And this isn't. This is me solving my own problems. No thank to you. Thanks to you. I said it like a foreigner. No thank to you. <laughs> uh, is uh, I've just been on my calendar of like shows I have and work and stuff like that. On the side of it, I just write down the things I, I'm I have to do this month, and so I write down like record these episodes of a podcast, work on this bit or this script, and one of the things is you know, follow up on the divorce paperwork or get, you know, get divorced. And it's like, when I get to mark get it off, <laughs> get divorced. that's what it was at first. It was like, it was like, start calendar. the process. It was like, fill out all these fucking paperworks and take it to the courthouse. And then it was like, all right, follow up on that with, you know, it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. It is a pain in the ass, but you're doing it. That's what yeah. really matters. And your girlfriend probably even likes it. She probably at first thought it was kind of cool to share you with another woman. <laughs> But she never, she's never as, shared me. But as yeah. your relationship progressed, she realized she wanted you to herself because you're such a keeper. No, she didn't. Need, she was chill about it. I, th- I don't think she even gave a fuck, which 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 is a little upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wish she got jealous. No, no. You wish no, she was no, like. No. Get I'm glad divorced. she did. But but like that's the thing too. Is I was like, I was like, man, me and my current girl, Angie, we've been together for like five years now. Wow. And I was like, I can't be married. And have a girlfriend that I've been with for five years. Like, it's like during those five years. <laughs> and she's years, like, yeah, you can. Who cares? <laughs> no, she was like, yeah, you should get divorced. Oh, she but, was. But, but when I would mention it, she would never mention it. But then I'm like, man, I got to get divorced. <laughs> she's like, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but she wasn't like angry about it. She was just like, yeah, she understood that it's like, it's time and money spent on doing a thing. How much did it cost you all in all? Or is it going to cost you? I got the first thing waived. So far, it's been nothing. Oh, great! But but it was like it was gonna be four hundred bucks for the you first fee. You should see if you could waived. get um, half of her money so that you could actually no. make money from it. No, because I don't deserve any of her money. No, I know, but you, that's I hate America. That shit. That's I America. Hate that though. shit about America, though. That shit. That shit. Uh, yeah, I don't I, deserve it. She went right. to law school and is a lawyer. I'm not gonna touch any of her. You're money. absolutely right. She deserves all that money. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I agree with you one hundred percent. 
Just because Kobe but, got some money but stolen from another woman. I, I, no, it's not like women versus men, and most of the time women are getting money, so the men have to get theirs. No, 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 I it's agree. It's wrong when women don't deserve it and go after half. It's wrong, yeah. And it's and, wrong. In this I'm case, it, w- it would be wrong, but I'm saying... Do what's wrong, yeah. Do... Bad advice. This is bad advice with Ari Manis. All I'm saying is, here, here's what here's what I'm saying. No. Will she get upset and think you're a bad person for it? Does it make you a bad person? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it yes. does. Yes. But in the scheme of things, you have to think in the long run, mm-hmm. she's going to be fine whether she gives you half or not. She's going to continue to make her own money. She's going to save it gonna back up. going to be fine up. if she has to give me half of her money. She's not going to be fine. She'll, it's not like you have to give her half. Gonna, all I'm saying, she'd have to keep giving me half too. No, <laughs> I, no, no. I'm used she to won't have to keep giving you half <laughs> because you don't have any kids together or anything like that. I don't that. think that's true. I don't think you have to have kids to be okay. paid alimony. You're thinking child support. I Okay. But, so in the scheme of things, she, it's going to motivate her to make more money. So scheme and, and, is the key and, word. And this is a fucking take care scheme. Of herself. An evil but scheme. You, you work a minimum wage job. You're an artist. You need that money more than she does. Yeah. No, I need it more than she does, but... I didn't earn that money at no, all. No, not at all. You didn't earn like, it. Like, if I schemed slightly. to take money from Joe Rogan or from you, who has $9,000. 9800 9800 Wow. Yeah. Dude. Good Thank job. Yeah. If I schemed to leave you with only 800 I didn't, like, oh, he has all this money, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not right, man. No, you're right. It's wrong. Yeah. But sometimes you got to do a little you wrong. You got to do a little wrong. To make a little right. <laughs> I would steal from, like, when I was, like, a kid and stuff. From like big grocery stores, CVS, you don't do Rite that Aid. You graze? Sometimes. I'll try a berry before buying a package of berries. Oh, you open a berry package? That I don't yeah. do. No, I, you got to try berries. Yeah, you but can't that's rude to whoever gets who buys that pack because now they're eating. Yeah, but uh, you've heard the term uh, "suck my dick," right? You <laughs> yeah. heard that term? Yeah, that's uh, I live by that motto when it comes to berries. I go suck my dick. These berries are like five dollars for a little package. I'm gonna taste it to see if it's worth. The when price. I'm at uh, Whole Foods, if they're 88 cents a package, I just grab like 10 of them and throw it in the, in the <laughs> thing. I'm like, at that price, I'll get it. I'll get it no matter what. I'll, and I'll. But it, oh, you're talking about organic expensive. Yeah, if you're berries. spending money on expensive produce, like you got to make sure that shit's good. I uh, when I'm at Whole Foods and I'm getting <laughs> hot foods, I'll fill up my plate and then you'll eat a little bit of and it. and then yeah, I'll take graze the down it. a little. Not no, it's not even take the weight. Uh, well, maybe subconsciously it is, but it's more just while I'm doing my grocery shopping, I'll graze and I'll be eating, and then I'll fill it back up and I'll buy it. All right, so you steal that way. That's cool. Yeah. Or I'll I, sometimes I'll pop open a drink while I walk around the grocery store, drink it, and then put, put it, it on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. No, I've done those things before. I, I don't really do it very often nowadays. Probably the last time I stole something was probably from Pink Dot by the comedy store, maybe like five, six years ago. Yeah. But and that would just be a candy bar. Like I'm like what, three bucks for a candy bar, or two, you know, or something. Yeah, like, oh, like they're stealing it. from all these tourists. I might <laughs> yeah, as well exactly. Get but I back. would never steal from like a spot that's like a mom and pop shop. If it looks Pink like that's kind of a mom and pop shop. It's a mom and pop shop that's fucking stealing from me <laughs> all the time. If, yeah. It, that if it's like a place that you know. Uh, yeah, has like, like the family like it, running it. If you don't have employees that are, that hate their yeah, job. Yeah, I went into a little shop in New York City, the most expensive city in the country. Mm-hmm. And I was like ready to pay $2 for this bottle of water because I'm like, it's New York. It's just a little shop. Yeah. And he's like, it's 50 cents. And I'm like, oh, I love you, man. What a sweet guy to charge 50 cents. <laughs> I would never steal from that guy. Yeah, you can't. That's just wrong. I think stealing from people is wrong. Stealing from corporations who gives a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the man. Fuck the man. The corporate man. 
But getting caught, I've never been caught stealing, but that would be so embarrassing. I've never been caught either. That would be embarrassing. Yeah. But uh, also, we're not the type of people they're going to accuse. We have no. white, white privilege. Yeah. I have olive privilege. No, people think you're white, I think. Think so? When you walk around. Yeah. In Southern uh, California. Especially. You walk around. If I shave my beard, especially. Yeah. Yeah. People think I'm Jewish. Do they? Yeah. With the beard or even without? Even without. Just, what What uh, do you think about you makes you look Jewish? I think olive colored skin. I think, you know, my nose isn't tiny. No one ever has said or thought that I was Jewish. I've always had to say it. Oh, I thought you were Jewish. Ari. Yeah, no, everyone has. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then there's that story of Brody thinking that Randolph is Jewish and you weren't. He, Brody Stevens thought I was Greek. <laughs> Um, uh, no, I've, I'm so Jewish that I think I've told this story before, but one time I was opening for Polly mm-hmm. and you've seen my set. I don't talk about being Jewish in my set right. at all. And I get off stage and someone comes up to me and goes, I liked all your Jewish jokes <laughs> and they weren't trying to be funny or mean. They were drunk and they're just, they just heard a Jew talking and they were like, Oh, some Jew jokes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing is hatred towards Jews because it's like hatred towards every other ethnic group that occurs. For the most part, you've met some of those people, right? So like in the South, the white supremacists have met black people and and Latinos, right? Mm -hmm. They've probably even met, you know, some Asians. (laughs) But it's like there's no Jews in Mississippi, but they hate Jews. Not a lot, yeah. And in Texas, like you saw, like Sasha Cohen went to Texas, throw the Jew down the well, and they're all cheering, and they hate Jews. They're like, they hate Jews. They've never met them. Right. It's like, it's like, yeah. Yeah, I don't so know. People don't hate Jews out here in L.A. Jews no, are fine, right? Do you, well, have you ever experienced No one hates anyone out here? here in L.A. Okay, uh, New York, too. Like, New York, there, no one, there's Jews. So, there's the most amount of Jews but those surrounded are very, by other people. those are very diverse liberal places. But that's the thing. It's like when you actually meet Jews, you realize that like the person that you really hate is Armenians. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's like we live in L.A. Nobody hates Jews. I mean, I'll say this. But Armenians in L.A., are they loved? No one likes those guys. (laughs) Why? Because they're like squirmy. No, no. Sam Tripoli's cool. I like Sam Tripoli. Nice guy. But I always say about Armenians, when you're Barack Obama... Is Sam Tripoli Just not the dopest people? <laughs> you know? When the best of your people, your Martin Luther King, <laughs> you know, is Sam Tripoli, is Sam and that's Tripoli. how they all feel too. You talk to any Armenian, <laughs> yeah. and you go, "Who's your? Who's the best Sam Armenian?" Tripoli. And they go, "Sam Tripoli." And yeah. they say, "Who's second? Gabe Killian." <laughs> <laughs> Gabe Killian. He's Armenian. Armenian. Yeah, he's a homie. I have some Armenian friends, and I bet the people in Armenia are great people. Armenia is a real country. It's a real country, and I bet they're Where is great that? people. Located Middle East. Do they let Jews in there? I think so, probably. I don't know anything about the government there, so maybe not. I don't know. I've never even heard of it. But uh, but I bet in the people who are in the Middle East who are Armenian, I bet are good people. Same thing with Iranians. Like, I'm Iranian, right? Oh, is that where the Armenian genocide had? That was like happened? Turkey, I think. Like that right was, next it to wasn't Turkey. in Armenia. I think Armenia is right next to Turkey. So when the Armenian genocide happened, was Armenia a country? I don't know. Probably not. It was probably like part of the, Ar- See, the Ottoman Empire. See, these are something that I know I'm stupid because like... It's such a significant the fact that I know what the genocide is, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I'm pretty sure it was during the Ottoman Empire when when like at the end of World War One, 
World War One was uh, Austria-Hungary, the Ottoman Empire, and Germany uh, versus France, Great Britain, the U.S., and Russia. Okay. Right. And at the end of that, when the when the U.S., Great Britain, and France won, the Ottoman Empire was destroyed. And I think during that dissolvation of – and it became from this huge empire to just being Turkey. Turkey is where the Ottoman Empire eventually, you know, shrunk down to one state of Turkey. And the rest of the areas, I think, were given out and, you know um, – so I think it was during that time that that happened. Wow. But I – I, I firmly believe because like Iranians have a bad image in America too, of mm-hmm. being like you know schemers and materialistic and rude. I've never know? heard that about Iranians. I've heard that they're terrorists. See, that's they're they're not even terrorists. None no, of, that's there's what never I've heard. been an Iranian terrorist. Just, no, but that's what we, the, the, <laughs> we, the, the Iranians. Listen, Iran I'm not saying terrorism. this is a true stereotype. Yeah. I'm saying that's the stereotype. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is a stereotype. I've done roast battle, and all the terrorist jokes always do well against me. But like, the truth is that they are very materialistic people. The ones who live here, materialistic kind of you know. That's why they want to come to America to be materialistic. That's how they got to America. Is my point. Oh, the right. ones who weren't materialistic, who were like, let's share our wealth with all the people in Iran and stuff. You know, if, if somebody made a million dollars in Iran and decided to buy a million loaves of bread for the poor. That person didn't have money to fly in a jet to America when the revolution happened. You know what I'm saying? So the yeah. the sweetest that person also doesn't exist. But yeah. <laughs> right, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's the people who had enough money to fly across the world to the to the to America instead of living in their war torn country weren't the ones who you know were the poor people. They were the ones who schemed their way in the system to be to become rich in a system where most people were very very poor. Right, and so it's like not a not a good cross section of the people when you meet them here. It's like, oh no, it's because your parents came over rich and spoiled you, and so you're a garbage human now. And people <laughs> think that all of them are garbage humans. Right. Versus you go visit Iran or I bet Armenia, and nobody's trying to sell you a fake stereo. That happened to me. An Armenian guy I went to to buy a stereo. I wanted to buy the Sony that they advertised on some advertisement i saw and he was like oh i've got a better deal for you it's like 20 dollars cheaper blah blah blah, blah. it was like called the prestige or something like that like it was a different brand Just some not chinese some, stereo some chinese stereo he's like it's better i'm like okay i was like 20 bucks cheaper and like, he, he talked to me like oh you know you're iranian i'm armenian we're brothers and i was like all right this guy's not ripping me off fucking ripped me off and this shit fucking worked for a couple of weeks and then was crapped out and i hit him up he was like Oh, you had to get the extended warranty and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, you fucking. Uh, you got me, dude. trusting you again, man. You got me. But Sam Tripoli's cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's even gay. So, I, like, I love Sam Tripoli. Good guy. Yeah, the only time I ever uh, went through any sort of anti-Semitism in my life was when I was living in New Mexico. And I was the only. And I was, uh, nothing. I just get like. Like made fun of and in taunted the with like yeah with like real negative in their voice rather it wasn't like a tease it was right. like it was like genuine like right. it I wasn't like, like smiling like oh you fucking dirty Jew yeah it was like yeah it was it was real or and it was and I knew it was just ignorance but it yeah. was also I was the only one they ever met I was the only one at that school yeah that was like that so I'm like where yeah where is it coming from it's just it's just different something yeah. different than than they don't know and that's what they yeah. Yeah, I remember once when I was a little kid, one of my cousins said something about fucking Jews or something. And I was like, 
I was like, why do you, why do you hate Jews? I was like, what did Jews do to you? I'm like, do you, do you even know any? And then he's like, no, I don't know. My, I just heard my dad say it. He was like, we were little. And I was like, oh, that's stupid. I was like, I was like, I think a lot of it's just learned behavior from your parents. That's yeah, that's probably just like some oh, they of said it. something bad about Jews. They must be bad. But also, it's like such a successful people. People hate. You know. Yeah, people. It's like people are like Jews run the media. It's like yeah, if you look at it, fucking a lot of these producers, they're all fucking Jewish last names, and it's only one percent of the or less than one percent of the population. So yeah, they're they're doing pretty great. <laughs> you know. But instead of like being like Jews run the media and it's evil, it's like, hey, strive to be more like Jews, <laughs> you know? Yeah, or like, make friends with them so that they could put you in the club, or can or just pretend to be yeah. Jewish. I don't even think it's a club. I think it's just it isn't. No, yeah. A lot of people have said to me, uh, and they mean it. Uh, people have said to me in LA. I've I've had people said to me like, "Oh, you're Jewish, so you probably you you'll be fine." I'm like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. <laughs> Like I've never got uh, no Jew has ever come up to me like, hey, what up? Maybe they Jewish mean, guy, oh, you're Jewish, so you come from family, a family with money. You'll be fine. No, they, they, I've had they people really, believe really that, like, truly believe yeah, that like I'm gonna get hooked up with a job. I mean, I do think there is a tribal aspect to it, where like when I worked at a gym and an Iranian guy would come in and he'd be like, he'd be like, hey, I'm here with my buddy. Is there any way you can get me in? Blah, blah, yeah, and you hook him up? I'll hook him up. Yeah, but... I think there's some of that. I think there'd be some of that if I like went to a synagogue yeah. and, and yeah. I was like, yeah. and I was, there were other members yeah, there and then I knew that guy that, and that guy. Not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could do that. You, yeah. you could use your Judaism to advance your career. Yeah, if I, like, went to, if I literally went to the, where they all congregate yeah. and made friends with them. Yeah. But, yeah. Don't if you were a better Jew. Yeah. Yeah. If I was... If I was really Jewish. If you were really religiously Jewish, if not I was just religion. ethnically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Any other issues in your life? We dealt with my issue about Jews. Your anger. <laughs> anger towards your Jews. Anger towards Jews. <laughs> well, that's uh, all. You solved the anger towards Jews. Your divorce. So you're going you're gonna to get half their money. Don't. Don't. <laughs> you're already going through the divorce. Don't waste it. Okay. So I get half. You get married. That's half the reason why you get married. Listen, when you guys got married, what did you say? What was what did you say when you were on the altar? Till death do us part. No, I don't think we had to read anything. It was a courthouse. So it was at like, the courthouse, I, I do. Till death do us part. I do. And, <laughs> and you're breaking that, and so is she. Uh-huh. And part of the consequence of breaking that is you get half of her shit. And she gets half of your shit. But what if she fair wants, is fair. She what gets, if she wants half of my weed? I just restocked. She gets it. Fair is fair. But I, I only Wouldn't have a Wouldn't you give her half of your weed for $50,000, which is half of her net worth? I don't She's know. She's worth hundred k. This blue cookies, I don't know when I'm going to be able to find it again. And it's really That's what the strain's fire. called? It's called blue cookies. Is it sativa or indica? It's an indica, but it's like a hybrid, I, I think. It doesn't make you too sleepy. Indica dominant hybrid. Yeah, but it's not too sleepy. It's like... Uh, Indoor? Girl Scout cookies mixed with blue cheese. Indoor for sure. It's fire. That's it's good. really good. How much is that? Uh, I think it was like fifty-one thousand for an ounce. So you said she would give me fifty thousand. It just doesn't add up for me. <laughs> fifty-one thousand. Fifty-one thousand for an ounce. It's really good. That's though. a good deal. It's yeah. no, it's expensive. It's expensive, but it's but it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't skimp out on that <laughs> stuff. It's your health. I was health. like, should I should I buy property? Because it's like land is a good investment. But then I was like, so is blue cookies. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, so. it's going to, uh, and you know how like weed ages so well too, like the longer it sits there <laughs> in the jar, yeah. 
it's like a fine wine. Yeah, people actually don't know that it is true. Like weed does need to cure a little bit. Like a yeah, a few months. weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah even not. even a couple of months. Make, makes yeah, you don't want weed that's years. Years old, yeah, no. Years, Especially if it's not like airtight in a, in like a cool dark spot. Yeah, I've never had that problem with weed though. I've always gone. Have you it. ever grown it, or are you just like yeah, a I've smoke it a lot? I grew it in college. I grew. It, 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 I didn't do a great job. It was just in my closet, but, but I fun. grew eight plants. Have you ever grown mushrooms? No. no. Would you ever try that, or you don't want to? Seems like it'd be uh, kind of fun. It might be fun, but and I, that's something like like weed. You need a whole setup in a room. Yeah. Like mushrooms, I, can't you do that like under your bed? I th- I've heard you can do it under your bed. Yeah, but I don't know. I've got just a great mushroom hookup, and I just whenever the season comes, I just buy a bunch and, and have it for the year. And you get a, you get them at once for the whole year? Yeah. That's how you, you operate? And if it comes back around, if somebody else comes and says, I got this killer batch, I'll get another ounce. Wow. I just buy them in the ounce. Uh, eventually, at some point, I'll go to Joshua Tree. I'll go on a trip where I'll want some. Friends always hit me up at some point when I got to teach you how to use the dark web. Dark web, then you have a hookup 24 shit, hours a day. That's the thing. is like I'm not Jewish. I'm Iranian, <laughs> you know. After oh, 9/11, plen- they're already looking at I think most people on the dark web are Iranian. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but yeah. they're in Iran and not worried about. I'm. I'm actually. I'm. I'm good. I follow the, the laws of the government. I never do drugs. I try and unless the drug is legally, allowed in the area. So if I'm in a Mormon area, weed? if I'm in a Mormon area, I don't drink. Weed is federally illegal, correct? Yeah, so I don't smoke weed. You don't smoke weed. I don't. I, st- I stopped as soon as I found out it was illegal because I love this country so much. I so you it. did it for a while because you didn't know. I didn't know. You were just dumb and ignorant. Just, yeah. Was you dumb. didn't do the research. You just and then I became it. a U.S. citizen and I was like, got to follow the laws. Smart. You You're know? a patriot. Yeah. Would you ever join the U.S. military? No. No. I thought about it. Did you actually? There was a point I in your life where you like, I might join bit. the military? Yeah, because they needed uh, translators. In Afghanistan, and, and in Afghanistan, there's parts where they speak Farsi. Yeah, and I was like, it's a different dialect, but I was like, I could learn it. And then, but then I was like, there's gonna be dickhead troops who are on my side of the U.S. Army who still treat me like a piece of shit because I'm Middle Eastern and I'm the trans, you know. So I was like, I was like, there's gonna be negative on that side, and I could die, and I don't believe in what we're fighting for. So I was like, oh, you don't believe in fighting for our commander in chief? Yeah, no, I don't think the war in, Iraq, in Afghanistan was a good move. I think we could have. Yeah, but you don't believe that sometimes it's a bad move, but you just do it out of pride for your president? For no, your <laughs> no, no. I think Afghanistan was was executed perfectly at the beginning. Bush worked with Iran and the Northern Alliance and got rid of the Taliban really quick. And then they tried to take over and have like a part in the new government and like install Ahmed Karza as the democratic government and shit. And that shit fell apart. And now it's like a joint government with the Taliban again. And it if is? they would have, yeah. And if they would have just had the, so foresight, it was all for nothing. Basically. It was all for nothing. And the, if they would have had the foresight to just be like, Hey, we'll work with the Taliban right away, right after they lost. If we were like the Taliban could be included in this instead of having them fight against the Northern Alliance and stuff, Taliban, you're, you're welcome back as part of the government. But, you have to allow UN inspectors in to make sure there's no terrorist shit going down, and and every everybody has a part in the government. You know, maybe you section it off into federal little sections. Taliban runs their crazy shit here. Northern Alliance runs their crazy shit here, which isn't like that. Wait, much so different. right now in Afghanistan, the Taliban is half the government. I don't know about half, but they're in the, they're they're the part of it. Yeah. Wow. That's how you get peace. You don't make peace with people who you're cool with. You make peace with the people you're at war with. 
And that's how they made peace. Finally. America doesn't know that, huh? <laughs> no. America hasn't had to make peace in a long time. You know, we don't we go to war where we just destroy shit and then rebuild it, which is very difficult to do. That's the hard part. Destroying shit, we've perfected. We could we could literally go destroy the infrastructure and and kill millions of people in any country we want. Any country. That, Except for maybe country. China. China we could do, but they would just attack back. They have the same but, infrastructure yeah. to do that back to us. Yeah, yeah. But we fine. could we could destroy all of China and then they, they would destroy, destroy all of all us. Yeah. yeah. So that's the only thing holding us back from China and Russia and certain other places that have the capability to attack us back. But like a country like Iraq or Iran, the only thing stopping us from being able just to do that willy-nilly is what happened post-Iraq, which is trying to put it back together without it being all messed up up in a place that ISIS takes over, like Syria. It's like once, once shit goes chaotic, once the rule of law is broken... You know, it's hard to put it back together. Wow. You know a lot about politics. I do. Because you're uh I was a poli sci major. That's why? Yeah. And so, I've just always been interested. But, but you still keep up with it. Some, yeah. I mean, I, I, not as much as I used to. I used to like every day. And What's your books. news source that you go to? Hmm, what is Every morning I listen to, off your recommendation, off your therapy for my brain, uh, up first podcast npr did i recommend that i think so um i listen to parts clips of i listen to like highlights now so and now i daily now i say to my amazon alexa uh-huh. i say alexa play the news and it pulls stuff from like different sources yeah uh but you know what i found every day what the news is trump no it's boring for me not, not on Alexa. the daily. The New York Times daily podcast is really. I mean, good. obviously, I know there's other news in the and world. It's more editorial, and at the end, they do a, a quick thing like Trump did this, this happened, and this happened. For but, me, what Emma, what Google and Alexa pull for the highlights? Yeah, it's, though, just, yeah, yeah. it's just all Same Trump. Same thing with Daily Show. It's like Daily yeah. Show used to be so fun with John Stewart. Now it's just like Trump, Trump, Trump. Trump Same Trump, with Trump. Colbert. Same with all of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. It's hard not to talk about Trump because he's so important. I don't but, think that's why they're even doing it. He's important, but so they could f- have like a little segment for him. But it's like I think it just gets numbers, and it's this machine now. Trump is this numbers machine, and maybe and gets views, and that's why I they think do people it. don't want to hear it. I think people I don't want. I, I think I think it's just what they're. Pa- I think Colbert is super passionate about talking about Trump, and I think Trevor Noah is crazy passionate about talking about Trump, and that's why they talk about it because I think there's funnier shit to talk about. Like Daily Show used to not be a source of news. I think they did that, <laughs> and they watched their numbers go up a little, and they're like, "Ah, oh, I guess this yeah, is what." Yeah, that's Trump probably wanted. right. Yeah, but but do you remember when like it was Craig Kilborn's Daily Show, or even John Stewart? But even John Stewart became a news source after like the 2000 election. Yeah, at the beginning of John Stewart's, he was like he would just do weird coverage of like some guy in Oklahoma who does this or that. You know, it'd be like right, more of that weird events. Now it's all like, politics. It's all politics, and it's all like. You're the news source for for these kids, so they you feel like an obligation. Like I have to mention this, or else I'm letting Trump get away with it. And I think there's part of that. Like I can't let Trump get away with it and talk about some other shit that's not as important just because it's funnier. Like they sacrifice, I think, sometimes funny for, for in- information, yeah, and integrity, and that sucks because it's like either you're a news source or you're not. And I don't think they are. I don't think they should be. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's it's frustrating for me. I that's why I don't watch those shows anymore. Yeah. Because it's like I think they ruined it with Trevor Noah. 
I think, and I don't think, and it's not anything against Trevor Noah, but it is because he is not a white American man. <laughs> and that sounds racist, but you for, they forgot what The Daily Show was. It was a mocking of America's news shows, right? So right. they had a white yeah, guy. Yeah, it's not who, that anymore. Yeah, it's not that at now all. Now it's a mocking of Trump. No, no, it's not even a mocking of anything. It's just they mock Trump on it. Yeah. But the whole point of it was they made it look like a news show is about to start, and instead of Peter Jennings or Tom Brokaw, it was Craig Kilborn, and then it became John Stewart. It was a white guy in a suit talking to you like he's telling you the news with a little thing in the corner. Just it looked like the news, but it was silly and funny. Right. And no news channel went and hired an African comic or an African guy with a thick African accent to tell the news on, on American television. So it wasn't a satire of that anymore. It was just but they are still a different like, host. It is still ma- – like Trevor Noah still makes fun of America. For sure. So that's why but he himself I don't isn't like a satire. There's no right. Trevor Noah equivalent that, that – Right, you know? true. But yeah, that and that was part of it for me. I don't want to see an African guy making fun of America. I want to see an American guy making fun of America. Yeah, Forget the I color like it of his better skin. too. Yeah. Forget the color of his skin. Yeah. They could hire a black guy, but American black yeah. guy. There's black anchors. Yeah. That's the thing, dude. There's black anchors. You could have a black guy do the do the, do the yeah. part, but it, you could have an Asian girl too, the Connie Chung. That would be funny. You know, it would be like just like Connie Chung. Now, now, but it, it would be an American or yeah. even a Canadian is fine because a bunch yeah, of these because newscasters when are I hear Well, when I hear – when, no, it's, I don't like Canadians either. Because no, when Tom I hear Broca, some, I think Canadian. yeah, but when I it's just for me when or I Peter hear James. someone from another country making fun of America. I'm but you like, haven't even known it though. There's people well, who've been making fun of America who are from other countries. Sure. On SNL, there's a bunch of people. And, yeah. Yeah. They yeah, become but, American when they once they come down here. I guess I'm like if you hate America or if if you're making fun of America, then why are you here? Oh, I disagree. I think you can make fun of America and still love America and be here. Yeah, I think that's how America keeps getting better too. Is like you point out the what it's supposed to stand for, and and, and I just want America to fix America. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. I know what yeah. you're saying. I don't like. I also it's the same thing. It's like I don't like when American politicians talk shit about America when they're not in America. You know. What do you mean? Like if 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 the Speaker of the House is visiting. Uh, France is on a delegation trip to France and somebody asks her about something Donald Trump says, I would rather have her side on the side of, uh, you know, I respect the presidency and blah, 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 but I disagree with what he did as opposed to like just ripping, ripping an American on foreign soil. I think, I think some things it's like you're, you're representing America over there. Show, show a more united front while we're abroad. But but that's all like just silly how people how people should behave when yeah, that's like not manner, at home. Yeah, like manners. manners. Yeah, it's like yeah. if if me and you are are brothers and we're best friends, and I go to somebody else's house, I'm not going to talk shit about you. You know, we're but even if we have some beef, I'm not going to take it over there and let everybody know. I'm not going to spill our even though they're going to watch TV here when when I talk shit here on TV. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know. It's true. Let's take some calls. Zan Crawford, do you know him? I don't think so. But we're here for you, Zan. Zane. Hi, so I really want oh, advice girl. on this relationship issue that I'm going through. Before we continue, what do you think the race is of this person? White. For really? Sure white. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Asian. 
Oh, uh, maybe. I've known this guy for about five years. Hold we on, started pa- pause out it. as friends. Might be Asian. You're I right. an Asian but, woman. But, uh, but Asian is just a white person with a flashlight in their eyes. Right? If that's what you want to call him. I don't stand for that, but you're entitled to your own opinion. That's, that's what I think. Okay. Here we go. Zan Crawford. <laughs> Hi. So I really want advice on this relationship issue that I'm going through. Um, I've known this guy for about five straight. years. Okay, we start straight. off as friends. Um, and we both have feelings for each other. But mm. my friends think that he's playing fuckboy games with me. And he is. I want to believe the Why? best in him. And also because <laughs> I really like him. Um, so like, what should I do? Should I just leave before I'm left or take the risk and find out? Take the risk. Well, those aren't even the options. That's love. No, take the risk. Talk to him. You've known him for five years. You want him to commit. You don't want him to be just a fuck boy. Then tell him. Yeah, but if he is a fuck boy, he's going to say anything he can to fuck. That's what fuck boys do. Yeah, but then, but then... If if he's not hanging out, if he's not willing to commit, if he's not trying to be spend time with her and stuff, they're already friends, so they already spend time. But if he's that's why I don't think he is a fuckboy, because if he's a fuckboy, he wouldn't have been talking to you for five years. You've known him for five years. I think if he's a fuckboy, he'll keep fucking other people. If he stops fucking other people, I think she hasn't had the conversation with him of I want to be exclusive, and so her friends are saying, oh, he's a fuckboy because he's fucking other people probably. But to him, he's like. She never said she wants to be exclusive. Why would I stop fucking other people? Well, no, they I haven't bet. even fucked yet. It sounds like. It, to me, it sounds like she's deciding whether or not she wants to date him. And her friends are saying, no, he's a fuckboy. Don't even date him. And she's saying, but I like him. And I'm saying, go for it. I say go for it, but let him know that you actually like him and you want more than just a fuck, a, you know, a friend Good that call. fucks situation. Yeah, yeah. Have the talk. Hey, what is this to you? Do you just want to hook up? Because I, you, we already know each other. You know if you like me or not. Yeah. When friends mm-hmm. fuck, it somebody's gonna catch feelings no matter what. So. Yeah. Well, she just said she has. They have feelings for each other. Yeah. So I say I say go for it, but just be clear with with your intentions. You're not just trying to fuck. You actually have feelings for this guy, and you want to make sure that he's not sleeping with anybody else. If you guys start sleeping together. Good call. Good call. Take that and use it, Zan, or else. Why do they think he's a fuck boy, though? He probably. Listen, here's what I think it is. I think they want to fuck him. Or they're the friends. They're all, are it to sounds fuck. like they're all friends, right? So when you're friends with someone, you know more details about that guy's life than you normally would yeah. if it starts off in a dating kind of way. Because yeah. like, if I like a girl, I'm not telling her, oh, these are all the girls I used to date. These are all the girls I've hit on. Right. But you start as friends, so you know more about Right. They know all that side of him. Yeah. But he's probably just a normal guy. Every guy is a fuckboy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've never Some met are more a than single, others, though. For true. Sure. But I've never met a single guy that's like... Oh, I'm just uh, waiting for the one, and until then, I'm no, gonna sit but, here but, in my but I think, cube. But I don't think fuckboy is somebody who fucks as much as he can, because I think that's every guy. Every guy fucks as much as he can, but I think a fuckboy fucks even when he's in a relationship, lies to girls. That's to a fuck. cheater. No, but lies to girls to fuck. So like, lets girls think that he's serious about them and shit, and then fucks them. And then and then moves on to the next chick, you know. Like, is I think in te- the intention of the fuck boy is just a fuck. At no any matter cost. what, at what the cost. Yeah, no matter the cost. That's like a bad fuck boy. 
I think that's why it's a that's negative a naughty term. fuck boy. That's why it's a negative term. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. you, you ever hear about the time uh, Luke Schwartz called Ian Edwards a fuck boy after he, he came off stage doing his like, you know the bit about fuck boy? Uh huh. Yeah, he does a fuck boy. Yeah, he's like he's like that's the one word that like you know I hate yeah, more than the n word. Yeah. Like let's go. Uh, so I guess like Luke was like right next at the back door and Ian walked by and he's like later fuck boy <laughs> and then yeah. Ian got pissed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which. By the way, like, I'm a little on Luke's side for that one because it's like, yeah. it's clearly. Yeah. No, no, no I, I agree. It's just a joke. Uh, but also, it's it's just funny because it's like Ian never gets pissed. Ian uh, got, for you. He got yeah, pissed at so me funny. one time and we talked about it. I had him on the podcast. Yeah, I know. That's so and we funny. We talked about it. So if you want to. What made you think of saying he was safe from what was it, a tsunami or something that i don't remember what disaster it was, was it natural some disa- na- oh, no, paris attacks i think there's the paris attacks and you i don't said know he was if it safe. Was, i don't remember i don't want to say it was the paris attacks i don't remember what it was no i don't think it, it was, was 9-11 was, i think <laughs> it was a natural disaster of some sort. it wasn't a shooting because i don't think i ever fucked around with the shooting ones i just did like fires and earthquakes <laughs> and tornadoes he's safe and hurricanes but no it wasn't him i didn't think like oh i'm gonna do ian specifically i was just tagging people. like 30 people why didn't you tag me i think i did did you probably i tagged a lot of people mm. anyway um this nobody, next ca- call. nobody cared about me being safe nobody checked on me oh, this is this next oh what i found out from him when ian was on here is because i don't know if you remember remember he told me he's like my nieces and nephews called me crying yeah that's what i'm saying say. none of my family yeah. called me you know what i found out he made that up to, <laughs> to make me feel bad that's hilarious. Yeah, good, yeah. good job, Ian. He just—he was mad, but no, no one else. You got a TV writer on your show, and he wrote TV for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, congratulations. Yeah. Okay. This next call is from Neil James Tyson. I know him. Okay. I taught him some astrophysics. Neil physics once. <laughs> Neil Jameson. Neil Jameson. Hello, my name is Niall Jameson. Oh, Niall. Hills I apologize Hall. for calling you Neil. It's Niall, and she's a lovely lady. I'm going to guess white. California. And my question is... Let's start it over. I've spent a lot of my life mm-hmm. um, not really being regimented. And so, you know, after quite a few years, it becomes hard to, you know, get into a routine. How would you suggest that someone who has spent a lot of time um, being so non-routine get into more of a routine lifestyle what was the first thing she said she she, she never been recommended hello my name is niall jameson i'm from beverly hills california oh, right and my corner. question is i've spent a lot of my life um not really being regimented and so you know after regimented. quite a few years it, it becomes hard to regimented. you know get into a routine mm-hmm. how would you suggest that someone who has spent a lot of I mean, time join the armed forces uh, this is pretty During obvious. The military. It's like you know, like anyone who asks that question, they know what they need to do. Or do they need us to reinforce it for them? Maybe, but but you already know, Niall. It's like to get in a routine, you get in a routine. There's no other, another way around it. I mean, you could start small. It doesn't need you don't need to start with a jam packed day of waking up at six a.m. and going to the gym and doing this. But you start- also, it's good to find friends who who also want to do the same routine. That way, you guys can encourage each other. Like workout buddy, if you're if you're gonna start doing comedy, let's say is I agree with that. And do but I also disagree with that because then. That when that happens, when you start a routine with someone else, then let's say they break it, 
it gives you an excuse to break it. Like, like if I do all my yeah. open mics, you're as with strong hormones, as, but, yeah. but, if, but if you, if you're with somebody who's got a strong will, right. Unless they're, yeah. unless you trust that they're way stronger. Or get a personal you. trainer, Sp- drop the money, just go, yeah. go be like, I, I want to start working out or, or I want to learn French. Yeah. Cause then you drop feel the guilty money if you, on classes. Yeah, yeah. If you miss it, you still have to pay for it. Yeah. But I, I was going to say, spend just, money, Beverly Hills. You got it. Yeah. You live in Beverly <laughs> Hills. You're probably living off your man. I'm just kidding. You're a strong yeah. independent woman. I support you. Uh, also, but, uh, she can come to the comedy store on a Monday night, and Ari Manis can tell you what to do. Nope, can I regiment you your life for no, you. Let's just keep it. He to can, right can come here. bring your calendar. At he'll tell you call. what to do in the morning, what to do. He'll just set up your life for you. Mondays at the comedy store, Noel. I think Miel. what she has to do is start off with a small routine. So even if it just starts off with one thing, let's say for this whole next two weeks, you're gonna make your bed. Every day before you start your oh, bed. Oh, I make my bed every day. Me too. But not everyone does. So so let's say. That's then, good advice right there. Just make your bed. Make your bed every day for every two day. weeks. And then after you do that, add one more thing to your routine. Okay, now I make my bed every day. That's something that I do. Now I'm going to do walk it. to work. Whatever it is. Something, some other positive thing. Yeah. You add to it. Start off with a, a routine and then gradually increase that routine. And on your phone too, there's like a to-do list app. Put stuff on that app in the morning and then just start checking it off throughout the day. Anytime you check something off, it'll, it'll feel good. Yeah. So what I'd say is don't over your overwhelm yourself with all these things. You probably are like, I want to get in shape. I want to eat healthy. I want to wake up early. I want to, uh, there's all these things. Pick one or two of them, make that into your routine and then add a third and, and then add a fourth. I would also say, put it up on your wall, put it somewhere where the things you want to do each day, the stuff yeah. that you want to be part of your regiment is right in your face. Right, and make it so you feel guilty if you don't do it. Yeah. So you want to start doing CrossFit, it says. You look up there, you go, fuck. All right, let me go fucking grab some rope and fucking do some CrossFit. You yeah. Know? Do, use rope, you dumb idiot. No, yeah. She sounds smart to no, me, but if you nice. choose to yeah. call her a dumb idiot just because she's a woman, that's your choice. I didn't Ari. say that. Hey, I that's your choice, Ari. She's you a know. smart, independent woman, and I support her. <laughs> uh, please come to the comedy store, and Ari go will tell you watch what to hormones. Do. No, don't don't find me at the comedy store. <laughs> don't find you? Nah, that's so funny. I want to just be. Uh, I mean, if if you're there anyway, you could and you see me, you could say hello, but don't go there just for me. Yeah. Because I'm just a normal guy. Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Um, ISIS? Yeah, I want to talk about ISIS. And uh, Holocaust? Mm-hmm. Can we talk about those things? Mm-hmm. Do you think the Holocaust happened? Really of course. Happened? You do? Of course, yeah. Okay. That's crazy. Why would then... I think I always thought thought of you as a Holocaust denier. <laughs> but no, no. It's, it's cool that you're not. No, I think it happened. I think uh I think it was bad. I, I think I think most people at this point think it happened. Some just think it was a good thing, <laughs> you know. Some people don't think it happened. There's Holocaust deniers out there. Yeah. You know Adam Egget? Yeah. Holocaust denier. <laughs> the Jewish Talent coordinator is a Holocaust and I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I did not know that. Man, it's like, that makes me like a little bit proud to not be passed at the comedy store. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, that's crazy. No, I'm sure there are Holocaust deniers. I think, what's his name? Ahmadinejad, the old president of Iran, said, like, yeah, it happened, but it was like 10, 20,000 people. Like, I think that's really? what they say. I think yeah, even, the, even that's, the deniers that's say deny. that it's a lower number. But, uh, I mean, 10, 20,000 people is still fucking awful, you know? It's still, like, even though it, it, it is way more than that, like, right. to deny it, and, and your argument is it was only. It was just like 20,000. <laughs> it, it's like, it reminds me of. Uh, Sarah Silverman had a joke that was like, she said her niece like goes to this Jewish school, and she this was on her first special, Jesus is Magic, and she's like, uh, she goes to this Jewish school, and she came up to me and she was like, uh, did you know that they killed uh, ten billion Jews in the Holocaust? And she's like, oh, I think it was ten million Jews, and then she's like, oh yeah, ten million, but what's the difference? <laughs> and then Sarah Silverman's joke was, uh, the difference is ten billion is unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> So she's forgiven the Holocaust. <laughs> 10 million you can forgive. Uh, she's, so good. she's funny. That special is so underrated. People have forgotten about it. It just, yeah, it just, it's just so a, old. It's, yeah, it was just, 99, I think, or 2001 yeah. around then. So good. One of your favorites. One of my favorites. Oh, and White Precious, best special of the. Whose special is White Precious? Kurt Metzger. But that's the Comedy Central one. Yeah, nobody's seen it because nobody watches Comedy, Comedy Central. Central anymore. Yeah, nobody gets Comedy Central. If it was on Netflix, he would be a superstar. It's so good. Maybe a lot of Netflix specials now fly under the radar just because. This one wouldn't though, because just if it's a fire special on Netflix, people tell each other and you see it. I've told everybody about this special. I'm on this podcast years later. Well, you and couldn't I even watch it. it if they want to, because they have to have a Comedy Central. Account. Yeah. Yeah. Or they can pay five bucks and buy it, I think, through iTunes and shit. But there if it was on Netflix, the people who I've told to watch it would have seen it, would have tried it out. And just the jokes are so fire <laughs> that it just catches you and the hour's gone in a second. You're like, oh, my God, you're just dying of pain. That's what a special should be. Nowadays, a lot of these specials are like half of it is really funny and the other half is filler. And it's like, man, another year or two. I think two, people, there's this pressure that Louis started. That Louis started, but he, but he, Carlin, Carlin, yeah. yeah. But there's this pressure of like, oh, if I'm going to be the best, I have to do one every year like these guys. But you don't have to. You don't have to. Also, I think the pressure is if I'm going to tour the same cities again, I got to have something new for that city. There's that pressure too. But also, and you have to remember when Louis was doing that. Well, no, that's not true. He had a lot of stuff going on. I, but to me, when Louis was doing that and it was great is when he was just doing stand up. Yeah. And then when he started doing movies and TV shows and stuff, yeah. they were still good, but they like, you know, For sure. faltered a little bit. Like Shameless and Chewed Up and the half hour HBO special are like so or good. Or just fire. Like every yeah. joke you are. And then Beacon was still really good. You know, I liked Oh My God or what I think that was. I like their jokes and all of them, them that yeah. I like. None of them were bad to me. Yeah. But yeah, when they were like, holy shit, I could listen to every joke yeah. on repeat. Yeah. And that's when you're yeah. just focusing just I on think, stand-up. I think also it was when Louis was, like, developing the acts in comedy clubs that didn't know who he was. Yeah. The jokes had to be so good to get those huge laughs that by the time he released Chewed Up and Shameless, he had these insanely dope acts that he was able to put out. Then he became a superstar, and now there's the effect where... You get bigger laughs right, for off being, lesser jokes you're famous. because you're famous. Yeah, that's and I think true it just, too. You know, it hurts the act. Comedy store, I think, helps with that because 
there's tough rooms still sometimes. Like, I, I've seen Rogan and D'Elia go up in an OR, and Bobby Lee. Who, who murders harder than Bobby Lee? When Bobby Lee has to work and it's like he comes off stage, like, that was fucking awful, <laughs> you know? Like, you only get that if you're a superstar at, like, the store, L.A. clubs, you know, or New York clubs. Like, that has to be a, a place where comedy's so saturated that the, <laughs> that the masses who come in sometimes are just... Yeah, Strangers. we don't care. Yeah, yeah, we don't give a fuck oh, about comedy. Oh, the famous guy we've heard of? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Make a You fly. go to Indianapolis and fucking Bobby Lee's in town, everybody who's in that room is excited to hear Bobby Lee tell jokes, and they're going to die at the shit he says. But you know what I will say? It still is... Um, there's still good crowds and bad crowds, because like, I've been going with Theo everywhere, yeah. and it's all his fans. Yeah. And he'll still walk off the stage and go, that was a good crowd. Or he'll walk off stage and go, I didn't like that crowd. Really? Or, yeah. And and they're all. And his, they're his fans. His yeah. fans in the middle of nowhere. And he's hilarious. And he's doing the Do same thing. Do you think joke. that's part of it is like they're, they're his fans through the podcast. So they didn't know fully what to expect from the stand-up? Part of it's that. But I still, for whatever reason, no matter how famous you get. I mean, not to say. There's still truth. If you're famous, like it makes it way easier and you're going to be less funny because people are going to laugh no matter what you say. But no matter how big of a fan base you get, there's still energies created by, I don't know, just maybe there's a pocket of people that had a bad day or or the waiter gave them a weird service. There's so many things that for whatever reason, sometimes there's like this energy in a room where for whatever reason that show, that crowd was amazing and the whole crowd laughed and you walk off and you murdered and then you do the same show that night, later that night and and you're doing all the same jokes and for whatever reason, it just doesn't click. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I don't like, know like, how to like the main room the other night. There's two shows. Early show was not sold out. It was like hundred something, so it was just the bottom area, you know. Uh, and the curtains were down. And that first early show, which you'd expect to be the the one that's not as good, because not as many people. Great. And then yeah. the second show sold out. Rogan, Dalia, all the big names. And the audience was just garbage. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And they, it's like, what causes that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Anything you want to plug your podcast? Yeah, uh, the Door Guys podcast. Everywhere you can get stuff, and um, gonna be at Brea Improv with Steve Byrne at the beginning of June. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. Should be fun. You guys both talk about being Asian men. Yeah, people don't think about that, but I'm an Asian man. Yeah, yeah, and cool. I, and my girlfriend's Asian too, so we, we're keeping it within the race. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, the Door Guys podcast. Uh, you did it. I did it. Go to listen to my episode. I think you did we two actually, episodes. Yeah, we recorded one that didn't get aired because I was being too naughty. Too naughty. And then we recorded another one that was just naughty enough. Just enough <laughs> naughty. Yeah. And yeah. also uh, check out my book, Bears Don't Like Candy, available now in paperback on that Amazon. That book is e-book. literally, I swear to God. I mean, there's a lot of jokes today, but I swear to God, that book is the book that taught me how to read. Thank you. I swear to God. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Thanks See for having guys. me. Yeah. Bye.